Hi everyone, I'm Diana Silva. Grab your jerseys, some chips and dip, and get ready to cheer because this week's episode is Super Bowl Sunday. In this episode, we interview one of WFUV's sports beat reporters, Samantha Borer, about WFUV, her predictions on the Super Bowl, and what she looks forward to on this football Sunday. We also host our first all-girls sports panel with guest panelists, Emily Ellis and Clara Gerlach, and talk about our favorite teams, the halftime show, and our favorite Super Bowl foods. I would also like to give a very warm welcome to our newest member to the Retrospect team, Shaylee Johnny. She will be joining us as the new Retrospect producer slash host, and I'm very thrilled to have her on board. This is Retrospect, the official podcast of the Fordham Observer. We would like to welcome FCLC student Samantha Borer on the podcast today. Samantha, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So tell, how are you doing? How is everything? How are classes? How's the semester? Oh boy, what a what a loaded question you've started with. Um, I'm doing all right. You know, classes are what they are. The stress of being a second semester junior trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life is so real. Um, but that's okay. It's real for everybody. Um, but I'm doing all right. I'm very busy, but I always say better busy than bored. So I'm okay. Well, it's wonderful to hear. I'm really excited for you. So our next question is, tell us a little bit about WFUV, what it is, what do you do there? And also like, what's your favorite part about working there? Yeah, absolutely. I love talking about WFUV. Um, So I just started this year, so I'm pretty new to it all. So WFUV is broadcast from the Rose Hill campus of Fordham in the basement of Keating Hall. They have a fully functioning radio station with a newsroom and multiple radio studios, uh, and they broadcast live over the air uh, 24-7 on 90.7 FM, and that is to the whole tri-state area. And then I work for WFUV Sports. So we cover everything in sports news. We also cover all men's and women's basketball games. We cover football games. We will cover other sports as their seasons start to happen. Um, But essentially we have beat reporters also for every major sports team in New York, which is a lot of fun. So we have credentialed students at every single sports team in New York, every major sports team. So we have the Giants, the Jets, the Knicks, the Nets, the Yankees, the Devils, the Rangers, the Islanders, everyone. So we have so many students all over the place. I've had a lot of fun. I'm currently a beat reporter for the New Jersey Devils. So I have a press credential to every New Jersey Devils game that happens at home. So I take the little New Jersey transit from my home in Chelsea. I just get on the train and head on over to the Prudential Center and I'm there. And I don't know, what is my favorite part? I think everyone's just been so kind and so welcoming because coming into it, especially as a woman in sports, I was definitely nervous entering a new environment with people I didn't know at a campus I don't know that well um, in an area that I wasn't super well versed when I started out because I'm a feeder major. I've never really done broadcasting over the radio before. So this was super new, but everyone has been so kind, so welcoming, so helpful um, and really encouraging as well. And I definitely wouldn't have gotten my gig as the beat reporter without them 100%. And they've trusted me enough to take that leap in. I started last semester, so only my first semester. So it was really lovely, but I love it there. Everyone is great at what they do and so kind. That's really exciting. It sounds like a really great time, especially um, knowing that you are very theaterish and then just kind of taking a big leap and just being confident and being able to do that. 
That's really exciting. Um, you mentioned covering sports, not just at Fordham, but like the Giants, the Nets, the Yankees, and the Super Bowl is one of the most watched sporting events in America, and it's coming up pretty soon. Uh, is WFUV going to cover the Super Bowl? And if they are, what's the media coverage looking like? And what are you going to cover exactly? Yeah, so we don't actually have anyone at the Super Bowl because that'd be a bit of an endeavor for us. Um, but, but there's this event called Radio Row that happens every year. Um, and we actually have four people from WFUV there. So we have Jack Roach, Mike Messina, Nick DeLuca, and Mike Legan all got credentials for Radio Row. And it's essentially a place where um, only a select number of college students and colleges get credentials. The rest are all professional um, media people and correspondents. And the whole week is before the Super Bowl spent doing interviews with players, with staff, with coaches, with other media representatives, really getting the behind the scenes of Super Bowl week. So they're down in LA right now representing WFUV and they'll be doing live shows all week on air. And those will probably be streamed on our YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, so I personally won't be covering anything, but I know my Twitter will be very active because all the beat reporters in WFUV and just everyone at WFUV is very active on Twitter. So I'm sure my timeline will be full of lots of opinions from everyone. And I'll be probably throwing out an opinion or two myself during the game. But yeah. Yeah, that sounds super exciting. And speaking of your own opinions, what are your predictions for the Super Bowl? And also, who's your favorite like player or team that you're rooting for? Oh boy. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think these are two very talented teams who've overcome a lot this year on both sides to get to where they are. I, I know this is kind of the underdog, but I have to say, I think the Bengals are going to find a way to pull out a win. I think a lot of people are rooting for the Bengals because we all love Joe Burrow. He is definitely my favorite player in the Super Bowl this year. Him and Jamar Chase are just an unstoppable pair together. When the two of them are on, they are on. And that's not to say the Rams don't have similar people. I mean, they've got like Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, of course, who is one of the best players in football right now. He won the Triple Crown this season. He's the first player since 2005 to lead the NFL in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns in a single season. So not like they don't have their own amazing players themselves. And the Rams do have the home arena advantage. As we know, it's in LA, so they'll be comfortable. They're on their turf. But I can't help but think that the Bengals will find a way to pull it out and win. I think they want it so badly. I think that Joe Burrow has a fantastic sense of leadership and a presence on the team, and he's undeniably talented. I mean, as we saw in his championship with LSU and throughout the playoffs, he is fantastic at what he does. So I can't help but think that the Bengals are somehow going to find a way to pull out a win, but I think it's going to be an incredibly close game. I think it comes down to a touchdown or less. I really do. I think it's going to be very close. We'll hold you to those predictions. We'll be watching. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, we're speaking about, obviously no one's going to from Fordham. I don't think anyone's going to be in person for the Super Bowl. Those are like really hard tickets to find. (laughs) How do you think the pandemic will affect the Super Bowl experience with like in-person viewing team mandates, stadium guidelines, like, food will be allowed to eat or mask mandates? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's been really interesting to see in the world of sports generally, um, in most places, at least in like the continental United States, uh, they've been relaxing a lot of their protocols. I know, like I said, I cover hockey. And so I go sometimes to either Long Island or I'm in Jersey a lot of the time and they've been relaxing their protocols slightly. So especially here, like you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to drink. They ask you to put your mask back on when you're done but you can do all of those things. So I can't imagine it'd be really any different there, especially since it's outdoors, big old arena. 
I think I I don't think they have any capacity limits either or anything like that. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a full house. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be difficult to keep however many tens of thousands of fans responsible if they're going to ask them to wear a mask or anything like that. But at least for the players, I can only hope that this is a pretty routine experience for them, especially because the NFL has relaxed their testing protocols recently, which has been fascinating, too. So maybe it won't have too much of an impact in terms of the Super Bowl we know because fans will be allowed, which is great because I know for a long time, obviously, the past year, they were not. So hopefully things will feel relatively normal, but I guess only time will tell. Totally true. And I think like you're totally right. Like people are going to be excited about the Super Bowl. Like that's just what happens and because there's so many different aspects to get excited about. Obviously the game and then Super Bowl parties. And I know you were talking about social media. So overall, what are you personally looking forward to the most about the Super Bowl? Oh, wow. I don't even know. Um, I really think there's just going to be some out-of-the-box football happening. I think it's just going to be insane. I This year, maybe more than years past, because these are two very unique teams in the way they play, in their lineups. I can't help but think that there's going to be some incredible plays and like I said, I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be such a nail biter. So I'm super excited to see that. I'm going to a little Super Bowl shindig on Sunday. So of course, I'm excited to do that and live tweet. But to be honest, I'm also just so excited to see what social media comes out with. Because recently, there have been some funny tweets about everything happening in the sports world. And I just cannot help but think that there are going to be so many good ones about the Super Bowl, no matter who wins. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see people say, I'm going to Disney. as they do every year so I don't know but I'm just I'm really excited to watch this game I think that similarly to a lot of games that have been happening in the playoff season it's going to be quite the matchup I definitely look forward to like the memes like I'm pretty sure like Joe Burrow has like at least 16 nicknames oh my gosh I know I know and the glasses I'm really hoping that if they win he just pulls out a cigar right there on the field and start smoking it. And then he's got another cigar meme to add to the whole compilation so far. So I love that. The glasses. I'm I'm waiting for some good, some good Joe Burrow memes to come out of this. And I can't wait for the references to the commercials too. That's going to be incredible. Always. Do you have anything else to add that you would like to add for us? Oh, I guess like I'll plug, I have to plug WFUV really fast. I absolutely have to. got to advertise it. Like I said, we're on 90.7 FM for almost every game that there is for men's and women's basketball. We have people both on site. So they're in whatever arena traveling and home. And we have people in studio commenting. And then on Saturdays, uh, we have a live stream on YouTube for three hours called one-on-one. It is New York's longest call in sports show. I'm not exactly that wording was not correct. Hold on. New York's longest running sports call-in show. There we go. It's that one. It's that one. Um, But it's been broadcasting for years. So Saturday mornings from 11 to 2, we are live on YouTube with that. And then it'll be Saturday from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. That same show will air on the radio. We're on the radio all week long. I know I cover the Devils and all of my stuff goes to the WFUV social media and YouTube. So do all of the other beat reporters so you can catch everything you need from all the major sports teams in New York that have things going on right now. And after this, I'm actually going to go record an episode of five on three, which is our NHL podcast run from WFUV. So it's going to be me and Chris Hennessy and Tyler Mooney this week, though we all kind of rotate talking about the latest news in the NHL because there was a lot of news today 
but we also have an NFL podcast, which will be going out tomorrow called NFL Friday, which I'm sure they will have a lot to talk about with the Super Bowl. We have NFL Friday. We have Storm the Court, which is a college basketball broadcast. We have Pick and Pod, which is an NBA podcast. So lots of ways to get all of your sports news and all of your regular news through WFUV as well, through their radio side, their news side. So I love it there. Support WFUV, support a Fordham run, student run radio station. Awesome. I love that. And thank you so much to Samantha for joining us on this week's episode and giving us a little insight into WFUV and the Super Bowl. Welcome to the first ever sports panel discussion on Retro. We would like to welcome our guest panelists, Emily Ellis and Clara Gerlach. Uh, we're your hosts, Shaylee Johnny and Diana Silva. So how are we today? How are we doing? Doing good. good. <laughs> Be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. I've never <laughs> talked about football in any capacity, let alone <laughs> in this one. All right, so it's the Super Bowl, right? I've seen a lot of things like on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. The Super Bowl's for the girls. Like I couldn't even tell you how how the game goes. Like I don't, I really don't know. But I do know that the players are good looking. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was one of those girls that was not like those other girls that like actually knew what football was like and cared enough to follow it. But I am like other girls and I don't understand football, but there's more to the Super Bowl than just football. So I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, I think the great thing about the Super Bowl is that like you could not watch football for the entire year. And then Super Bowl day, like you just you get to hang out with people and eat good food and it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's talk about the food like my house gets packed. It's like an annual like event that's more important than like Christmas. It's like really crazy. We have like this year, I think we're trying like the table nachos where like you do it on the table, like you put foil and then you just put like all over the table because my mom got tired of like making just like thousands of batches and she's like, whatever, just gonna throw it on the table. (laughs) I love that. I've always wanted to be one of those, like when I'm older, one of those moms that makes like the weird Super Bowl themed appetizers or like tips that look like a football field. Yeah. My, my, yeah. My favorite part about the Super Bowl is that every year I discover a new dip, just things, (laughs) combinations I did not know were possible. The dips are for sure. Like so tasty, so scrumptious. I was going to say, and so are the men, but (laughs) I think that's allowed. I don't know. (laughs) We're about to find out. I'm hey, fit in. <laughs> literally our new columnist for love and relationships. Like, if she's not allowed to say it, I don't know who is. <laughs> yeah, let's do a little plug. Let's do a little plug. Emily, yeah. tell us about your little your little column. We'll take a little break from <laughs> this. <laughs> you know, speaking of like all these like good looking men at the Super Bowl, all these like very attractive quarterbacks. Let's talk about Miss Emily. <laughs> And you're in your new column. Let's hear about that. Tell us about that for a little bit. Yeah, I'm the new columnist for the opinion section of the Fordham Observer. My column name is Ask M. So if you've got any questions, ask them. 
and I help answer any questions about sex, love, relationships, or my boyfriend won't talk to me anymore because I do nothing but talk about how attractive the men at the Super Bowl were. So <laughs> email me. I would love to help. Beautiful. Thank you for telling us about that because I sure need help in that department, but let's not talk about it <laughs> anyways. No, me too. <laughs> so let's talk about who's playing at the Super Bowl this year. It's the 22nd Super Bowl? No? <laughs> that's <laughs> not right. That does not sound right. No, speaking Super Bowl of the, 2022. <laughs> speaking of Super Bowl for the girls, it's actually on Galentine's Day. So that's very yeah. This Honestly, is so true. It's it's quite um, annoying for all girls out there because A, we're not even allowed to have Galentine's Day in peace. And also anyone who's in a relationship, you're supposed to have that Valentine's Day weekend because Valentine's Day is on a Monday, but no, the Super Bowl is on, is on Sundays. So I'm sure there are a lot of broken, <laughs> broken-hearted women everywhere. Bowl means this year broken heart yeah. exactly Clara I was gonna say that's like having your birthday on a major holiday and then I realized that Emily's birthday is literally on Valentine's Day <laughs> literally literally on Valentine's double disappointment oh my god absolutely mine is on election day and <laughs> it's not like I mean yes election day is like different every free year but Mine is usually either on or or the day before after election day. So we have two teams playing. So we have the Los Angeles Rams and then we have the Cincinnati Bengals. So Clara, you were talking, I think you've done your research, right? On like odds and stuff. I couldn't even tell you girly pop. Like, listen. <laughs> From what I read, and this was a quick five minute Google search. So no one who's listening to this podcast a, think I'm an authority on football, and B, believe the words I'm saying. Please verify and check. But uh, from what I read, uh, the uh, LA Rams are doing a little bit better than the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's just a little bit. So it could be anyone's game. Yeah, I don't know enough about football to conform uh, to confirm nor deny that. So I think that sounds pretty good to me. Sounds right. <laughs> um, I care more about like I care more about the advertisements and the amount of money that's spent on the advertisements every year. Uh, but yeah, what's more American than greasy food, football, and capitalism i don't know and the bud light commercial with the golden retrievers <laughs> that's america <laughs> well i just googled it it says that like a 30 second ad is like 6.5 million dollars yeah, yeah it's that's up insane. um yeah it's up a million and a half from last year i think which is ridiculous uh yeah for 30 seconds it's just incredible because it's like one of the few occasions where like all of America is watching TV yeah. at the same time. I think it's the only time in our year where some people actively watch TV, not for what's playing, but for the ads. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, like a lot of people look forward to that. No other country does that. Insane. We're one of a kind, America. 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 Land of the free and the seven million (laughs) dollar. 60 seconds. (laughs) Another big part like that people watch is the like the halftime show. Oh. Do you guys know who's playing halftime? I'm excited. It's an it's an incredible list of people performing. Oh yeah, it's Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. And they're going to be in Cali. Yeah, in California, so it's LA. I'm trying to read as much as I can. That's fair. Did I read correctly in... Um, did I see correctly that they're not paying their dancers, though? That they're all volunteers? Oh, I didn't know that. I have no idea, but we better Google it. Let me do a quick little Google search. I don't want to create slander, but I did see that somewhere um damn oh yeah because apparently they were asking professional dancers to work for free yeah dancers said no I mean I'm sure some of them are out of work and want to use their skills for something but so it's weird to have this many really great and famous artists and rappers and not pay dancers especially after the years let's be honest of the pandemic where theater and art is undervalued and these people are out of work because of you know covid and so forth it's kind of sad that they're not paying their performers yeah it's really whack i didn't know that yeah and that's like 72 hours of unpaid rehearsals and work that they're wow it's ridiculous that's like two Almost two full work weeks of rehearsal, unpaid. Come on, do better. What's going on? Just one commercial. That's all they need to put. For real, one commercial. Wow. Crazy. Insane. I don't know how they, how are they justifying not paying the, the, how are they justifying not paying the dancers? It's like when people hire unpaid interns and give them a ridiculous amount of work and say, oh, this is for experience. This is for your resume. Jesus, Lord. I just don't see how we were just talking about how much it costs to rent out 30 seconds of airtime and they're not even paying. And like a lot of people watch the Super Bowl. Like I just Googled, I was like, how many people watch the Super Bowl? I'm like, I'm curious because she was like, that's the one time in America where everything stops and everyone just turns on TV and watches the Super Bowl. Even even it's just for the ads or for the the halftime show, like people watch it. That's Mm -hmm. right. It's like 96.4 million people across like TV and like streaming outlets and then not counting the people who are like in person. Yeah, the least they can do is pay their dancers. Yeah, for real, like not even minimum wage. Come on now. Yeah, that, that viewing number is wild. And it also makes me think of the fact that like the Super Bowl is such a distinctly American thing. And a lot of people who don't normally watch football watch the Super Bowl. And that includes like immigrant families. I remember when my parents came to the States, they didn't know anything about American football, but every year they host a Super Bowl party. It's incredible. My dad, like when he got here, he had, like, he also had no idea what the Super Bowl was. He was like, I really don't understand what like the hype is like about this. And then my brother started playing football and now like, he's like obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> On the flip side, both of my parents are immigrants. 
but we'd only occasionally go to like other people's Super Bowl parties. And my parents don't understand the rules of football at all. And nor do I. <laughs> I couldn't like my brother's played football for like his whole life. And I I kind of just sit there and I just nod my head. Like <laughs> I just look at this. Sorry. It's the best when other people are reacting and you don't understand like what reactions appropriate when. So like when other people cheer, you cheer. Like when other people go like that was foul. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's terrible. Oh no. And it's like, yeah. like we've we've all been to like a couple or like at least like one like four on football game too. Yeah. Couldn't even tell you what's going on. Yeah. My first football game, I covered it on the observer Instagram. But it was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely recommend any and all Rams that are currently listening. The Fordham kind of Ram, not the LA kind of Ram. Or anyway, um, (laughs) if you want to go to a game next year, definitely go to homecoming because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a great time. If there's one sport at Fordham that's like pretty like hyped up, it's football. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really exciting. I agree. I also really like the the victory dances that like the players make, like when they make a touchdown. I think those are really funny. Yeah. Sometimes like, yeah, right. It makes me happy. Sometimes they make them viral. I think that's what's so nice about sports is that I feel like it's one of the few times in my life that I see men genuinely joyful, and, like happy. That's so true. Like they're like up jumping, like screaming, like crying. Yeah, because they're allowed to like emote in that scenario. Yeah. I feel like in a way that they're. Yeah, no, that's really right. We're we can call it what it is. They're fangirls, but men. <laughs> they are. They make fun of any kind of Twilight, any kind of One Direction fan. But when it comes to any kind of sport, they act the exact same, exact same. Shouting at the TV screen. Oh my lord. <laughs> Like the open legs, like elbows on the knees, like getting <laughs> very actively engaged. Oh yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see my male friends get excited. Me too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's pretty excited. I it's we usually do like Super Bowl parties, but I think this year, like I have like more friends and stuff because we're all back at school and stuff. But like last year was a little bit harder. Yeah. But yeah they're all like coming over and stuff and it's gonna be like insane they're like really excited because like my mom's making a lot of food and they're like yo your mom cooks good (laughs) (laughs) i'm like are you coming for the game are you coming for my mom's food (laughs) they're there for the table nachos (laughs) like for real like i wouldn't be surprised if they came with an overnight bag (laughs) like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) to wrap the nachos (laughs) Like, like, I would not be surprised. Like, I would not hold them, like, accountable. Like, them just, like, bringing, like, to-go bags. Yeah, absolutely. Insane. Well, the, the food's got to go somewhere. There's always, there's always too much at the end. There's always leftovers. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Usually, at least in my case, I don't know. I don't know every Super Bowl party I've been to there's like someone like scraping the bottom of like a bowl of like dip <laughs> with like a single tortilla chip trying to get the last one out I'm not a dip person so maybe I just didn't notice mm-hmm. you don't like dips I'm a big dip no. what's your favorite <laughs> Super Bowl food me oh I usually just have 
whatever like tortilla chips there are or chips yeah you need one other super bowl food (laughs) you're just eating dry chips at a super bowl um i think as a kid i had a hot dog at Mm -hmm. one that's about it i don't really like processed cheese this is gonna make me sound so uh alita and i really am not i swear to god she hates processed cheese just like orange cheese just does not settle well in my stomach that's the official cheese of america i'll have you know it is that's literally like our our signature cheese yeah i am burdened by that every time i order it <laughs> I definitely like like the spinach and artichoke chip. Oh mm. yeah, it's really good. Oh, Applebee's. <laughs> Girl, stop! My friend just got a job at Applebee's, and we were all talking about like, well, I mean, obviously we're gonna have Super Bowl at my house, but we were like, yo, like we could really go to Applebee's. <laughs> I'm not a cream cheese kind of girl. What about you- like um, like pigs in a blanket? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are fine in theory, and I would eat them, but I also can't eat gluten, so I'm the worst kind of party guest. But what if they were made without gluten? Then Yeah, for sure. Or like wings? Sometimes they're coated in flour. Oh. I love that. (laughs) I love wings. Yeah, me too. Is that a football food? Is that a Super Bowl food? Oh, yeah. Have you never been to a Buffalo Wild Wings in your life, Claire? Oh, that's so true. No, I have not. My friends and I would go in high school on trivia nights, and we'd play against all the drunk college kids. Wait, we would do that too. Did you guys go to the same high school? (laughs) For real? (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings trivia? Were you at Buffalo Wild Wings trivia? This is what we're talking about. The Super Bowl unites people across America. At Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Something about New Jersey Buffalo Wild Wings. New Jersey is a spot, like, I'm telling you. My favorite thing is just, like, in general, it doesn't even have to be the Super Bowl, just, like, football games. just, like, driving past um, Met Stadium, which is, like, literally 10 minutes away from my house, and just seeing people. Like, my dad always goes, wow, is that what it's like to be passionate about something? Like, you'll see people, like, freezing or, like, it's raining and they're literally cooking. Yeah. They have like their cookout and stuff and they're like, they're passionate. Like they're, there's people are really passionate about the game. I think you really have to be passionate to support a team that's, that has colors that just are not complimentary to each other. Yeah. That's a good point. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I have a question for the panel. Go ahead. If you don't know the teams that are playing right in the Super Bowl, how do you choose a side to root for? What's your strategy? Mm. I like going for the underdog. Yeah, me too. So you're a Bengals kind of girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoever's losing in like the first 10 minutes. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Me and you. My go-to joke is I turn to someone and I say, what team are you rooting for? And when they tell me, I go, oh, that's a shame. I'm rooting for the other one. it's a power move (laughs) that is a power move she's asserting dominance (laughs) i picked the cincinnati bengals just because i love joe barrow we were just 
we were just on Twitter looking at all like Joe Burr. <laughs> Burr. Well, first of all, I like we all like collectively like we all thought he was single. <laughs> and then I saw this post on TikTok and he's not. Oh. He's been dating this girl for like five years. And I was like, what? So are you rooting for the other team now? No. Oh. I think they're cute. Oh. We're definitely, we're definitely team Bengals just because they're the underdogs. And um, I don't know. I have beef with the Rams. Mm-hmm. What's your beef with the Rams? I don't know. I just have beef with them. Like, like, I don't know. I have beef with them. Odell's on there. Like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so genuinely <laughs> like are you really like you because mm. I, I i'm a giant fan. like i have to like you know what i mean like oh, okay giants and like why would you do that why would you do that odell why would you do that and he was like injured like 90 percent of the time when he was with the giants that i was like oh wait now you make it to a super bowl it <laughs> was like really personal <laughs> so what's your strategy claire I usually go for whatever the majority is going for, much like the opposite of Emily's tactic. (laughs) I think it's better to, I think it's better to root for who the majority is rooting for so that you know when to cheer and to boo because it's a lot harder to cheer when someone's booing and boo when someone's cheering, especially when you don't understand what's happening. Yeah, there's safety in numbers there. And I don't have a dog in any of these races, right? Like, I literally only follow Brazilian and German football, like, soccer. So I will be honest and say I have, my life will not change no matter who wins or loses. Yeah, that's like the funny part too. Like when you don't know like the team and stuff, you just like they like if you're around a group of people that are like super passionate about it and like someone loses, they're like heavily like affected. And you're kind of just sitting there like, all right. Wow, that's crazy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Like take it easy. All right. Well, food was great. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go now. Yeah. Like they're heavily affected. Like I think- an ice pack. Do you think the disappointment will bleed into Valentine's Day? Oh, for sure. I know for sure. There's so many women who are just going to be so disappointed that Monday. I think it's going to be worse for the football players. That's very true. Like, imagine losing. It's humiliating. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Let's go celebrate. Let's go somewhere. Let's go celebrate. I just lost. (laughs) There's no way you still have a Valentine's after you lose the Super Bowl. (laughs) There's no way. Like, they they probably need to pre-celebrate. Yeah. But if you don't celebrate Valentine's after you lose a, f- a football game, doesn't that just mean you're not only losing the game, but also the girl? Like, this is true. Maybe this is like foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> losing the game and then having no game. <laughs> oh, that was smooth. That was good. <laughs> I like that one. That's a whole tagline. That's going to be the title of this episode. Losing <laughs> no game equals having no game. <laughs> I, I really sincerely hope any man who's listening to this podcast 
please do not let football or any sport for that matter ruin Valentine's Day. For real, like. Yeah, they really picked the wrong time for a Super Bowl. This was planned. It was. It's a tactic. Premeditated. They got got jealous of our Galentines. I swear to God. No, someone got got their heart broken and decided that everyone else had to suffer. Here's my conspiracy theory. I think that they placed it on Valentine's Day to test, like, who's the weakest link. And see who suffers in the game. (laughs) That's my conspiracy theory. That's That's who the weakest link is. Like, that's malicious. That's sick. (laughs) That's a survival. Probably not what happened. (laughs) No, I believe you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm fully back. Let's Let's talk about some Super Bowl conspiracy theories. (laughs) Is it true that every football stadium was once a UFO? Wait a minute. <laughs> the silence spoke volumes about what we all think. The silence <laughs> He said to talk about football conspiracy Wait, that's crazy. <laughs> Is that a known conspiracy or did you just make that up? Oh, I just made that up because I couldn't think of any actual ones. This Wait, my conspiracies are boring. <laughs> I have a conspiracy theory. I think that each like football team is like a mini cult, like huh? each fan base. I'm sick in the head. I <laughs> The team and the people who cheer. Yeah, I think like the whole like fan base is like a mini cult. I think you could say that about any team, though, especially college teams. People are so wild. Those are even bigger. Like those are more serious cults. Right. Because you could have people who are legacy at a school just because their parents went there and their grandparents went there and it's so much pride over like a football team it's really interesting can't you tell by my face (laughs) (laughs) so arenas are not ufos that's what we've discovered today i don't yeah i don't that really hurt my head like i started thinking about it i was like how many football stadiums are in the yeah. United States like I was trying to do the that's math. what I was trying to think I was like yo there's literally one f- like 10 minutes from my house that's crazy the amount of taxes and tax breaks that construction arena like sorry I got econ I'm gonna stop <laughs> I feel like we we covered every <laughs> conversation thank god I feel like we should do this again for the world cup Yes. Oh, I can stop yes. this. That would be so fun. We're <laughs> open <laughs> sports people. <laughs> World Cup, World Cup. Yeah. Soccer's then- my playing field, literally. Go. <laughs> Go. 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 No, my favorite thing to do when watching the Super Bowl or any other sporting event is call out things from other sports. So I'll be, yes. watching, I'll be like, hole in one. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Fumble. Fumble. Strike. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do that too. <laughs> I wonder if they get a full birdie this football season. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, I do that too. Do I feel like I haven't had a single original thought ever in my life? <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. So thank you so much to our panelists for speaking with us today. I feel like we learned a lot about football and a lot of other things. 
thank you so much to everyone who listened and we hope you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for having us we had i think emily and i had a lot of fun it was a pleasure this has been retrospect special thanks to our guests samantha borer emily ellis and claire gerlach for joining us and talking about the super bowl on this week's episode Thanks to all the listeners who tuned in today, and let us know if you have any episode ideas that you'd like to request. We hope you have a great Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm thrilled to join the Retrospect team. Until next time, I'm Shaylee Johnny. And I'm Diana Silva. And this has been Retrospect.